Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor for the month, the VOMAC Agency. VOMAC is a full-service digital marketing agency with a focus on tour and activity operators. They offer it all. SEO, websites, pay-per-clicks, logos, content writing. If it's online marketing, they got you covered. As we mentioned before, it's uber important to hire an agency that understands our industry. And the VOMAC Agency knows water sports. Trust me. And they do all the shit that you don't want to do. They do all the shit that you're probably not very good at and they are look for listeners of the show america herself is giving a free consult all right if nothing else give her a shout give her a call take 30 minutes out of your day more importantly take 30 minutes out of her day so she can get you straight on your marketing needs that's right what do you have to lose head to vonmacagency.com and go to the contact us page to get started again vonmacagency.com and most importantly, let them know you were sent by the AWG guys. All right, let's get back to the show. Spoiler alert, guys. Um, if you do have kids in the car, I am I'm probably going to get a, a little upset on this one, maybe. I don't know. I, anytime I'm given an opportunity to climb up on a soapbox, I love it. And I have to swear a lot. So <laughs> I am not going to do my best, and we're going to let it rip. Welcome back, motherfuckers. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so we are episode 104. We're going to be talking about peer-to-peer boating sites. So before we begin, we have we have some announcements. We have some we'll announcements. Take it back. We don't have any announcements. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say we have our lunch and learn today. We're recording. Obviously, this episode is not going to go live until next week, but we're doing a Lunch and Learn. Von Mack, uh, they're sponsors this uh, this month on the show. But Wait, I got to hear this. I got to stop you. I got to stop you. We got to talk about this, man. We, we got to talk about this. So Greg is really good at executing. Like if you put something on Greg's plate, like it's going to be done. It's going to be done perfect. Like Greg's got a lot of, a lot of um, strong suits. One of Greg's non-strong suits is naming things. <laughs> we got to really work on this, man. Like lunch and learn. Like, do you want anyone to turn out? It sounds like it sounds like something like that would happen over at. Let's just. I'm not even going to name names, but like the more nerdy tour podcast that's out there, right? You guys want <laughs> lunch and learn, man. Lunch and learn that that nobody's turning in for. It, that. it rhymes. It makes sense. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not putting. Do you, I'm not putting much into rap. Game. I'm not putting much brain power into the name. No, I'm putting no, brain power what? into the content. <laughs> oh, he got me. Not like me. I, I name things and then I walk away. <laughs> I'm like, that. Let's, let's, let's call it that. I want, I, so <clears throat> we have talked about renaming stuff, but I do like, um, I like water sports, activities, tours, excursions, and recreation. Can we, we just be water? I love alliteration too. I love anything clever. At lunch and learn. Um, how about like learn and earn or something like that, or lunch and learn? It's it's at a, it's at eleven, man. Learn, 
was lunch. Who's I mean, trying to learn at lunch, man? Trying to like have a sandwich and be left the fuck well, alone. Well, what what uh the whole kind of idea behind this is that you know typically people do take lunch around that time, and then you could just tune in for thirty minutes and get like a quick. You know, we don't we don't have a lot of time. It's not like a, a quick not a Destiny lunch. Water Adventure. We don't we don't even. I don't believe in lunch. I'm like lunch. Get out of here, bro. I got no no. We get no lunch. Nope. Nope. Okay. No lunch. Go. Lunch right, and, we'll, we'll, change, lunch we'll change the name. Earn and we'll learn. The earn and learn. Learn and earn. Learn, learn and earn. Okay. Turn and burn. So Ooh. the whole... Can we name the water sports forum Turn and Burn? Turn and Burn. I love it. I'm tired. I'm sick. That's not a good I idea. I know. I know. That's a terrible well, idea. All right, all right. So let's just go... <laughs> what are we doing back. lunch and learn? What's happening at lunch and learn? Uh, conversion website conversion optimization. So lunch and learn will have already be over by the time you listen to this. <laughs> oh, with one but, thing that but, you have learned for this, we okay. are fucking unprepared. <laughs> okay, so uh, one thing I will say is that we are going to do another one by the time this air this airs next week. You have another opportunity because we got Dustin from PPC Pros and Conversion Assist. He's going to do one on SMS automation. So you will, you will be able to participate in that one by the time you listen to this. Um, so what, what Kevin and I are going to start doing is we know that after the podcast, there is a lot of questions sometimes from people. And we have you know our sponsors and we want to really just engage everyone and have like a, an open forum. And we figured like, you know, Friday, people are usually, you know, at the end of the week and maybe it's a good opportunity for us to, to do things like this. So, most Fridays, we're going to start scheduling these lunch and learns and it's going to be all different types of people on there. We might have some <laughs> of our Fridays guests. Fridays right up until like May. Yeah, until <laughs> I'm May. I'm going to be doing lunch every- and learn when, I, when I'm turning and burning, baby. It's, we got to make money. The only thing we got to learn about is what we're going to do with all this cash we're going to make this summer. Yeah, so th- I think it's, gonna, it's a fun way to uh, engage the audience and and help bring more education to our community. So make sure you join our Facebook page, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators, because that's where you're going to get all the information. That's where you're going to get lunch and where you're going to learn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What are we doing with our Um, lives? So we're talking about peer-to-peer sites today. (sighs) Kevin, what is a peer-to-peer site? (laughs) Give us give us a definition of a peer to peer site. It's like a evil or like a more evil version of an of an OTA. Oh, <laughs> if, thank you. if you thought if you thought I hated TripAdvisor, no. Uh, so peer to peer is like I, I guess the only way to sum, sort of sum it up is like maybe like Uber sort of. It's like kind of like ride sharey, kind of like one part Uber, one one part Airbnb. It's it's a part of the whole sharing economy, you know. You go like so. These are these are not professionals, to, well, not, not necessarily. <clears throat> I wouldn't say pe- people that have a spare room, a spare car. Like you know, some examples you said you have Uber, you have Airbnb, you got Turo for, yeah. for cars. There's a, there's a lot of different sites. It's, yeah, so peer to peer generally, yeah. you know, you're not going to have Hertz. But then again, like if you go on Airbnb, you're going to find a stat like you can get. I think they have like hotel rooms on Airbnb. So it's a platform. It's a reseller platform. There's, 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 um, there's like institutional uh, companies on there. There's, you know, if you just have your thing that you have your vehicle, you, whatever you want to do. So it's sort of like on the boat side, it's sort of like a hodgepodge mix of professionals and then people that are just doing like launching bare boat you do have uh you do have captains on there so it's it's 
it's a mix. It's a, it's a really solid mix. That's what a peer, peer-to-peer site is. We're not going to use any names just in case. Hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break and talk about our sponsor for the month, TourScale. TourScale offers three different franchise models designed to work alongside your existing business. They are all manufactured right here in the U.S. and include everything you need to launch your new business, including web, marketing, analytics, and data to automate your tour operations. Let's talk about the different options they offer. Trolley Pub is a 16-seat pedal-powered bike. Next is the Paddle Pub, a 26-passenger U.S. Coast Guard CO-wide cycle boat. And lastly, the Tiki Pub, which can be built for 6, 20, or 30 passengers. Hit up my boy Kai at tourscale.com. That's K-A-I at tourscale.com or give him a call at 888-753-7507 and ask for Kai or hit me up in the DMs and I'll give you his personal phone number. And we can talk all about how I saw uh, actually uh, one of Kai's pedal pubs at Arrival and I thought it was super cool. And when we got into the weeds a little bit, Kai kind of explained to me the differences between their product and some of their competitors' product and why it was so important that this stuff was being sourced here locally and I, I couldn't agree more you'll also notice a lot of this stuff uh, is called pub and which is a hundred percent on brand with what I'm all about uh, getting your people out safely and a model that promotes safety by having a captain or uh, somebody driving the vehicle that you're in while you're having some drinks and I couldn't be more on board with those ideas so hit up Kai at tour scale and talk to him let him know Kevin sent you from the awkward water sports guys and, and maybe uh, he'll kick me back like a like a kickback or something which would be dope all right guys let's get back to the show so here's the definition of a peer-to-peer site A peer-to-peer service is a decentralized platform whereby two individuals interact directly with each other without intermediation by a third party. Instead, the buyer and the seller transact directly with each other via the P2P service. So there is a lot of variations of peer-to-peer, but more specifically, you know, we're going to be talking about how it's relating to the boating industry and how folks that have you know, a boat that they've purchased that they use privately, that they can uh, rent the boat through these peer-to-peer websites. And, you know, and we're just going to talk about kind of like the pros and cons and, and what we've, we know what our thoughts are on it. Now, yeah. here's, a, here's a con. Somebody, somebody buys a brand new boat and they have no idea what they're doing. They give it to somebody. They drive that bitch into a pier. <laughs> Bam! Good vibe boat. Peer-to-peer. Peer. Peer to peer. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> have you have you seen some of these like videos online where like people are drunk driving these big yachts like oh, in yeah. South Florida and they're just ramming? There's one boat where the guy just went nuts and he's like ramming all these docks and everything. That that is peer to peer right there. Uh, that guy went like dock to dock to boat to boat to peer to peer. Um, so. Um, yeah, so where do we, where do we start? Where, I mean, what, like, okay. what's a, so look, let, let's let's talk about what it looks like when you get on a peer-to-peer site. So yeah. Yeah, when, when you talk to somebody from a company and they, they want to bring you onto their platform, somebody's going to call you up. Um, they're going to give you um, some information and they're going to try and roll you up and get you on their platform renting boats as soon as possible. Uh, they, some of them have insurance options for you. Some of them, um, they cover the renter. Uh, I do not believe they do hull 
Uh, it's not something that I asked. I actually was, but they kind of gave me like a weird wonky answer when we talked about it a little bit. They, they, they don't. So they don't, they're not, you drive your boat, somebody drives your boat into, into something, you're on the hook for the whole insurance. So they do general liability for you. Um, they take anywhere from, I think a 10, their baseline is a 10% cut. Uh, if you want to cover the renter, it's an additional like 40 bucks. So, you know, they're going to call you up and they're going to say like their ads, we've been seeing ads everywhere. I make up to $20,000. Some, some guy was talking about how you're making 40 grand a boat and, and running all this. And, and so regardless, like that's sort of their pitch, you know, go buy your boat, get your nut covered and make a little money on the side. They're going to list it. They're going to everything you need to get up and running. They are going to provide the, you can't see me, I'm air quoting, I'm foundation. You know, they're going to give you the foundation to do that. And uh, they're going to get you up and running and, and make it money, presumably. And I mean, sounds like a pretty sweet deal. So I made a post in our Facebook group about my just kind of predictions on, on how peer-to-peer will affect the boating market. But, you know, Kevin, you gave a good example of what it looks like onboarding onto a peer-to-peer site. And, you know, some of the the pros to a peer-to-peer site is that you can quickly onboard, you know, put your boat up for rent. Uh, there's insurance options to cover the customer. Uh, you know, it's a way to kind of pay your note if you're a private boat renter. So, there's some positives to it. Um, I'll tell you right now, like with TripShock, you're not going to put do that on TripShock. We're going to require you to have your livery permits. We're going to make sure you've been in business a while. You have you know legitimate reviews. You understand actually how to run a business because you know there's liability that we that we face. And you know some of these peer to peer sites are actually owned by major insurance corporations. So there's a different level of security for some of them. So uh, you know it's not it's not all bad. But we want to really kind of break it down and give our, you know, our thought process. I think it's a great business model, I'll be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a little salty. I didn't think of it myself. You know what I mean? I mean, look, at the end of the day, man, like if you're listening to this and you're like trying to get into the game, you know, because I've really had to sort of slow this down and think about it a little bit, you know, because some people want to get into the game and then you have these wild ass county and city laws and, and we can go back and forth. And I've got my own opinions on, uh, you know, uh, legacy uh, uh, business owners, not, not legacy boat club, but business owners, you know what I mean? Um, so regardless, if you're trying to get started and you have no way to get your foot in the door, Everyone's got to start somewhere. Uh, and so this is a place for if, if your marinas are all locked up, if, you know, somebody is, let's say, uh, kicked out of their marina and started their own competing business. I mean, it, it's there's a lot of positives for it if you're trying to get started in the game and, and you don't know what you're doing. That's, that's not to say there's no negatives and we're definitely going to get into that a little bit, but it's, it's, it can be very difficult if, if you're trying to get into this business and you have nowhere else to go. You don't know anything about marketing. You are maybe a first time business owner and you love boating and you're like, Hey man, I want to make this like my life's work or whatever. I really want to get into the you know uh, maritime boating industry, whatever. I'm gonna splash this boat at the at the thing. I'm gonna rent it out, and and I'm gonna try to do everything the right way and, and get a business started. And and I believe the majority of what I've seen, Greg, in a lot of these people that are using these platforms, that is what they want to do. And and so it, 
these peer-to-peer are giving them a, a platform by which to get started into the entrepreneurial game. But make no mistake that it is only that. It is only a platform. That is it. The buck stops there. And so for sustainability as a business owner, and we'll get into that a little bit, a little deeper through the show, there's a lot more that you need than just a platform to make it and survive in this industry. There was an article recently posted in our group about how this guy makes 40000 a month renting two boats, working 30 minutes a day. Let's just stop there. If you are working 30 minutes a day, making $40,000, then you need to call me up and tell me how that works. This is this is the problem with that article. It basically says to all these people that, hey, you can get rich off of this and not have to do anything. That's the message that that company, I'm not going to mention their name, but that's the message that they sent. And that's not the first article I've read about peer-to-peer voting sites making this look like. It, was not, it wasn't It was an ad, a sponsored article, but for the way it was written, it was definitely paid. So let's make, if you're, if you're getting into the game, let, let's be clear that that's not true. 100% false. And it's, it's the attitude like that that hurts the industry. It makes it seem like this is easy. You can get rich. And they want, obviously this company wants more people to list their boat so they can make more money. But that is not the case. Running a, a boating business, if you truly want to get in, get into this, it's, there's so much more than just listing your boat and then dropping it off trailer. Like there is, and Kevin, I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to let you run this because this is what you're most passionate about. This, I love that, it. that article, was terrible for our industry. Yeah, I love it. I didn't. I didn't have to read it. Uh, Gary V sums it up. He, if you Google like Gary V and passive income, um, look, man, you want to have a hundred doors Airbnb uh, in, investment. You know, it's the same pitch. You're just gonna hire a a um, what do you property manager buy some properties and, and and roll on out, man. You know, make a bunch of money. There is no such thing in the entrepreneurial landscape as passive income like i don't care what it is that you do like if you want to be successful sustainable and and actually have some some a brand and a business that that lasts there's nothing passive i don't care what it is man renting boats pizzas airbnbs doesn't matter what it is man you better put your heart and your soul and you better grind on this shit now this in particular that it's that is not only careless it's dangerous so that was the other portion of that conversation that i had with them was that it was just like hey man here you go get your boat put it on there doesn't matter it's all good and i'm like hey man i have, I have no idea what i'm doing i i said that you know i, I said i this is my first time i know nothing and I'm, yeah you're good man here you go here's some there's some articles and you're off to the horses and running. Now look, man, <clears throat> understand that when you talk about Uber, right, as a company, there is a, a, an idea here because the taxi liveries and Uber sort of had this same, like, where they were butting heads. And the taxi liveries had a pretty not so great argument. The difference between 
renting your boat out to somebody and and having an Uber driver is that the Uber driver is actually licensed by the state to drive a boat. And they have probably presumably driven a car a lot. <laughs> so the idea that you're going to be a new boater or whatever it may be, that you've been on the water a little bit, you you, you drove your, your pontoon boat around or your, your weekend, you know what I mean? And, and that you're limited experience doing this, uh, giving it to somebody that even has less experience doing this without some type of education, licensing, or actually knowing what they're doing. I'm not going to say it's a recipe for disaster, but look, I've been in the game a long time. I don't have a single boat that has not had the shit kicked out of it. So if you have one boat, and this is like you're trying to make your livelihood off this, and somebody takes that boat and smokes it, like game over. And it's not if they're going to smoke it, it's when they're going to smoke it. Like everybody has cracked up a boat. I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Seasoned professionals, whatever. So, you know, the, the thing about this is, is that they make it seem as though it's so easy and that, you know, anybody can get on a boat and anybody can, and anybody can. And the stakes are not just your boat. You know, it's somebody somebody's life or somebody's limbs or somebody else's that not even you know are you checking to make sure that they're not getting drunk are you have you gone down the checklist of everything that that you can no i mean because education isn't there man i've heard from multiple people that witness uh transactions at boat ramps i mean one of our good friends you know they they have a business at a boat ramp in destin and there's a lot of transactions that happen between private boat renters and, and the P2P sites where there's almost no education. Here's the keys. They give a little instruction of where some of the life preservers are, and that's it. There's no licensing or, you know, the perm, the boat cards, the boat permits being, being issued. It's the Wild West. And there's a huge difference between the peer-to-peer lodging model like Airbnb has. When you're renting a home, there's no, re- there's no license to rent a home. Well, you don't need to go get a driver's license to be in a, in a home. We know that. With a boat, you know, you you do need to have a temporary certificate and that is not enough. We know no, that. No, 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 no. That, <laughs> but, that, that's but, not but, that, but that's the minimum, but it's not even happening. So when you when Hertz rents a car to you, what do you need? You need a driver's license, you need insurance, they go through the whole rigmarole. But you're saying that we don't need to do the same for boating? Yeah, I mean, well, our waterways locally here are dangerous. I mean, honestly, I'd rather be on the road than be at Crab Island, you know, with a boat as a new boater. Like it is is so far more dangerous, but the laws allow people just basically give keys and to to new boaters and go. It's absolutely ridiculous and it's scary. Hey everyone, Greg here. As you may know by now, I'm the co-founder and CEO of TripShock, an online reseller for water sports and tours. For the past 12 years, we've had the pleasure of working with hundreds of operators across the country and we're looking to grow our community. It's free to sign up and you only pay when we bring you confirmed bookings. We'll help you reach new customers, fill empty seats, and grow your business like so many have done with us over the years. Head over to partners.tripshock.com to learn more about our program, retest testimonials or speak directly with their supply team as always thank you for listening and enjoy the show yeah man i mean so look i'm, I'm not if, if you're listening to this and you want to break into the game man um you know that the look 
more power to you. Look, I'm not with the government or anybody else telling me what I can do with my property or how I go about starting a business. And, and that's what I'm conflicted about this, you know, because we go into these county meetings and they're like, here, give us all of your information on you. What's your name? Hey, fuck you. That's my name. I'm, as I quote Alec Baldwin from Glen Gary Glenn Ross. You remember that scene when he walks, he's like, what's your name? And he's like, fuck you, that's my name. So I get it, you know? Like, I get that, that, that to a point, it's like, well, you know, there's these, like, restrictive laws and this, like, whole system set up that's, like, pushing their thumb down us. And then we as delivery operators are sort of like maybe like, oh, you know, I'm a professional. And then there's somebody listening to us like, look, man, we're like, I'm in a pontoon boat. Like, man, guys, take it easy. How, how dangerous can this possibly be or how hard can it possibly be? And it's not, right? It, it, the reality of it is it is not rocket science, but there is a science to it. And again, I'm going to take it back to the sustainability model, Okay. If you want to start a boat rental business or a charter for hire business, or you have to ask yourself, is it sustainable? So even to this point yesterday, I had a conversation with Ilya and he, we talked about the bare boat thing. Oh, you get in the bare boats. We can put more than six. All they have to do is find their cat. And I said, look, man, is this sustainable? Am I going to put my time and my effort and my energy into this? And there's going to be a, a long-term return on my time and investment. If we put a bunch of time and effort into this, like, is it going to return back over the long period of time? Well, look, if you want to jump into the, the boat rental game for a couple of years and try and make a quick buck or pay off your, pay off your note, well, that's awesome. But you do have to understand that that boat could come back in multiple pieces. So this time and energy and effort, everything that you went through to do this, to start a business, and now two years later or three years later, you have a busted up boat. Uh, you don't have an actual true business model. And, and again, this might not be the case. This could be your foot in the door and you're doing things the right way. And you're listening to this show because you do want to do things the right way. And that's what we're here for. So it's easy for us to get on a soapbox and smash peer to peer, smash you guys like getting out, trying to get your bare boat, do stuff like that, going to get your OUPV, get your six pack license. I get it, man. Like 100%. I 100% get it. But you have to continually ask yourself, like, is this sustainable? Am I getting educated on, on this? Am I learning and getting better? Am I going to lunch and learn with Greg and learning every single day how to get better and make this sustainable? Because if you want to succeed in this or any other industry, if you want to be in hospitality services, you cannot rely on Airbnb. You eventually have to buy a hotel. You cannot exist solely as a commodity for the long term. You have to build your brand. The only way you build your brand is by making sure you have education, you're doing things the right way, you have a website, you don't need any other website to exist. And if this is your first time listening to this show and you're a person that's using these peer-to-peer sites, good on you, man, 100%. But do me a favor, two things, all right? Make sure you know your waterways, Make sure your customer knows what they are doing before you let them out. Let them have them do a spin. Have them take you back and forth. Make sure they absolutely know what they're doing before they take off in your in your and investment not, and in your and time. not just what make sure they know what they're doing, but make sure that they have the proper documentation. Do they have their floor, their boater's card? 
not every state requires it, but in Florida, if you're born after January 1st, 198, you need to have a boater's card. Uh, and if, and if you don't know, I mean, take my boat test.com. Hey. They offer, they offer the temporary boater certificate. Yeah. They, they, you know, ha- have a plan, have a checklist in place, you know, do more than what you're required to do because be a good steward of the industry. Cause here's what happens. So you, we have all these, these folks that, that want to get in the business and, and rent boats and make some money part-time. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not against peer-to-peer sites. What I am against is people not following the rules and making it worse for everybody else. We don't need more laws. We don't need more laws. We don't need any more regulations. Um, but I do, I do feel like there needs to be something that, that requires, you know, peer-to-peer, uh, renters to make sure that they're, they're administering all the checks. And I don't, I don't know how that happens. Like, you know, uh, well, they're, they're not that. So that's the other issue. I, I, I'm not big in the laws, man. I'm not, I'm not a big government guy. Uh, I'm not. And so again, part of me is like torn on this, but at the same point in time, we do all have to play this game by the same rules, you know? Like, so if you want to try and, and, and bend the rules to your favor a little bit, like good on you. Yeah. I, I see what you're, I see what you're doing, but at the same point in time, again, is it sustainable? Like, is this idea sustainable? So to them, and we've talked about this, Greg, like they want to see, our companies on their platform like make no mistake all you guys with your with your one two three boats they want to make sure that all the liveries are on there so all the bare boats are on like they want to swallow up everything and and that's great like hey man good on you take over the world i'm with it but again you got to make sure that your product is 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 sustainable is uneducated boaters out there on jet skis and fast boats and is that sustainable? No. And here's why. You have things like 606. So that's fantastic that an insurance company owns your company and you're able to kind of like subvert that a little bit. But as the accidents keep on happening, then it's just like every HOA banning short-term rentals, city of Key West banning short-term rentals. So is your business model sustainable? Not if it's not predicated on safety. If you're not making sure people are coming back 100 out of 100 times, man, that insurance company is going to fold up, man. They're at least going to fold up on the commercial side because it'll be just like parasailing or jet skis or anything else. If your people are, or people are getting killed out there and hurt on your platform, it's not sustainable. Now, I guess the, the, uh, the platforms too will make changes. So let's look, let's talk about Airbnb because I think it's a really good lesson. So when Airbnb first started, it was all people that renting rooms, they're renting apartments. It, it, it wasn't institutional. So it was just you and me putting our homes and our apartments on, on their platform. Now, years go by, they start growing. And now the professionally managed vacation and property rentals, they're like, wait a minute, we need to get on here too. So Airbnb builds these APIs to connect to all of these reservation softwares. So now Airbnb gets all of this inventory, including hotels. They're bringing in all this lodging inventory. So not only do they have the peer-to-peer, um, this, you know, the guy that has the one bedroom, but it has the institutional lodging coming in to rent. So Airbnb, they want, they want more professionally managed rentals because they're going to have a, people going to have a better experience. I mean, if you, yeah, there's some individuals that probably do a really good job, but more so the professionally managed 
rentals are going to have better photos. They're going to have 100%. more update availability, more cleaner rooms. That's just, that's just going to happen. Now, what do you think is going to happen when a boating peer-to-peer site starts integrating into all of these reservation softwares, WaveRes, Fair Harbor, Peak, when they, when they finish all of those, they pull in all this professionally managed inventory, liveries, charters, up- updated real-time calendars. What are they going to choose to, to promote? At the end of the day. So I believe over time, the peer-to-peer sites are going to go the same way as Airbnb did and focus on the professionally managed. And those deliveries can afford to do higher commissions. They can be more aggressive because they have inventory that they need to sell. Like this is their livelihood. This is not a guy that's trying to make a couple hundred bucks on the weekend. These are people that are really serious. And I mean, for those that know the fishing industry, there's a, a, I don't, I I guess they're somewhat peer to peer, but they're more professionally managed. But Fishing Booker, I heard through Fishing Booker that they had a big problem with the weekend warriors where these captains uh, would just, you know, part, do part time. And I heard that these were some of the worst performing captains on the site because they just they did it for fun. They weren't serious about it like the guys that are doing it full time. So my prediction is that it's it's going to be greatly favored to professionally rental the professional rentals companies like Kevin's uh, over time. And if you're really serious about getting into this and buying more boats, then think about building a brand. You know, get a website get a reservation software, still use these sites. I mean, they, they want, they said they're desperate for this, this professionally managed inventory. So I want to, I want to, again, I want to talk to the, the new people out there that are, we've got an influx of new, new folks coming into the group. I think we got some of those peer to peer people and new captains. Here's my, here's my two cents of advice. Get your captain's license. All right. You own a boat. You can get your OVPV. Get your captain's license. If you're going to rent a boat on a platform, get your socials. Okay. If you have literally no money to put into anything, get your social started. Get a website started if you can. If you can afford to do it, learn about marketing. Like those are the steps to being a real business owner. And, and not something where this is just like, cause again, like this is not one way or another. Like, don't get me wrong. If you're planning on doing this for like a year or something, maybe you want to pull 20, 30 grand, pay for your boat and walk away. I mean, yeah, you probably, you'd probably be all right with that, you know, depending on your market and depending where you're at. It just depends on your goals. But if you really want to get into this game, you got want to get educated. You want to work on building a work on building an actual real brand. It's fun. Like having your own t-shirts, you know, making and having a business card, doing a logo. Like that stuff is fun. Like, I mean, at least it was to me when I got Destiny Water Adventures going and you know, it's exciting. It, it's, it's awesome. So you'd never want to be beholden to anyone or any one thing. It's bad enough that we have to, you rarely ever own a marina. You're, you're renting something out from somebody like this game is, 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 is not easy, man. Like it is not, not we're talking not about not, not 30 minutes a day. Uh, yeah. I mean, 30 minutes a day. That's definitely all. That's definitely all I put into it, man. You know, I like, wake up. I'm like, you know, I walk out on the bow of my yacht. I'm like, oh, let me work for 30 minutes. And then I do my podcast. And then, 
you know, I jump in my Lamborghini and drive home. Yeah, it's and like watch yeah, the, no. and just watch the money hit the bank account. Uh, yeah, it it's like this is this is seven days a week, man. You know what I mean? Like this is like nonstop. Like water sports, the boating industry, maritime tourism. Like we're grinding when everybody else is on vacation. Summertime, we're working. Christmas time in the right market, we're working. I, I I came to North Florida because I had this this idea that I was going to get winters off and get a break from the boat, which I sort of could have, but no, nah, man, you know, like it's it's time to go, and it's tough for me. And I want you to like really from a guy who man has almost lost his family, uh, had a heart attack, um, battle alcoholism, uh, depression, anxiety. Like this is not for the faint of heart. And you might think, and every single operator I know, right? And this truly comes from the bottom of my heart because I talk to operators on a daily basis, man. Like I know their struggles and their pain points and everything that they're going through from insurance to regulatory to landlords to irresponsible boaters to FWC to the Coast Guard to the local it never stops and, and in fact I, I scared this I shared that screenshot of you a shout out Rich Welter Sunset Water Force has been mentioned probably a hundred times on the show because the guy's like my mentor but he is he's never stopped because look no matter what happens in your life if this is your business like the next day the boats roll out sun comes out sails up let's ride like we don't ever stop man this is not chick-fil-a you know what i mean we're not taking sundays off man sunday is one of my biggest phone days and everybody in this industry my whole family included know and the o'neill household well, man we work and sometimes it's it's tough man but I, I just want you to understand that man you know yeah i tried to do this part-time i had a water sport company in orange beach for three years i tried to do it part-time and it wasn't part-time i mean i was only there a few times i had a really good crew but Every day at six to seven o'clock, hmm. I'm getting a call. Someone fell and busted their head open or someone didn't show up to work. The jet skis blew up. Like it was every single day. And that's, I only had like six jet skis at when I started. So to think that you can just rent things on these peer to peer sites and think there's nothing going on. I mean, I, I, I was easily an hour to two hours every single day, you know, with, with that. So, uh, just be ready. Yeah. This, this episode would go on for 40 straight hours. If I had to tell you every single thing that, that ever, that ever came with it. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's, I can't, I can't bash on anybody's hustle. I can't, I can't, I can't hate on anything. I did find it a little disturbing at the lack of when I was on the call on the, on, on the onboarding call with the peer to peer site I talked to, I was a little bit disturbed at their, their, uh, their cavalier attitude toward the laws and the education side and making sure that people are, are really set up. It was just kind of like, yeah, man, just get your boat listed and, and rock and roll because understand that that's what 100% that they're here for. Nothing else. They're not, they don't care if you are 100% a commodity to them. They don't care if you live, if you die, if your boat blows up, if somebody gets run over, they do not care. Okay. I mean, they're, 
some of them are owned by insurance companies and I, we can't even talk about the satanic rituals that must happen inside of the cabal of insurance brokers. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, I pray tonight. I never have to use them, but I always like, thank God that I have them. But you have to understand that your, your boat is just a listing. If that thing blows up tomorrow, they don't give a shit. They have somebody right in line to, to take your spot. You are a commodity to them. You are a number to them. And this, that is not what this business is about. This is not how you acquire customers, retain customers, build a brand, build a legacy and have something that's long lasting and, and, and something that you can provide to your community because that is not what they are about. And as Greg said, with the hoteliers and the customer and the customer service and all of these things that we bring to the table, being educated and making sure your customers are safe and the community safe is that's our job beyond everything else yeah. money at the end of the day if we do our job right we make a little bit maybe yeah you said you said community and that that's spot on because you operate uh, a shitty operation even just from a part-time thing and your customers are getting hurt that affects everybody in your area we've 100%. seen this first firsthand i mean they have an ordinance right down in Okaloosa county where you can't even start a you know you can't trailer a boat to a public boat ramp right now. There's an ordinance to protect and nowhere in Okaloosa County. That's because how bad it got here. It got so bad that they put regulations in place and this will continue if the peer-to-peer folks do not I mean, it's not just peer to peer. I'll take that back. It is there's some livery companies oh, that are not following it too. So it's not just peer to peer. Hundred thousand percent. But yeah. but, it, but I'll tell you. But, yeah. but but the livery companies are way more regulated, and they and they are you know required. Again, we have to do this as a team. We need both the folks running part time, and we need the delivery companies you know be on the same page. But uh, we don't we don't want any more regulations. We we want people to be able to to do what they need to do to to you know grow their business. Well, we're at time and. And uh, definitely continue the conversation in our, in our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators. Uh, leave us a review on our podcast if you haven't done that yet. And join our email list so you can get updated on all our upcoming episodes. As always, keep it awkward. Thanks again for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators to continue the conversation. See you next time.